And we're back for episode 24 of The Uneducated Duo. My boy Pablo is still out with the Rona, or maybe not the Rona. He's not even sure if he has the fucking Rona yet. He doesn't have a confirmed test or anything, but he's too scared to come over. So I got my friend Brian Hello. here to help me today. Uh, we start all our episodes with a one gotta go. So we're going to go with retro Nintendo like gaming systems. So we're, we're talking like the old school stuff. We're not talking like the fucking Switch or none of that. We went with uh, our four choices are GameCube, Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, and then Game Boys. You want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go second. Second? Yeah. All right. So uh, these four, the one that I take off immediately, Nintendo 64, man. That shit, that shit's my childhood. I dropped my phone. Never mind, picked it up. Oh, yeah, Nintendo 64, easy. I feel like it's got all the best fucking games. I still have my Nintendo 64 hooked up in my room, like, right now. It's good. I like the system a lot. I remember when I got it for my birthday, I, like, I still have that memory, like, in my head of when I first got mine, because my dad was like, no, it's for your brother. I was like, no, that's, that's mine. I'm taking that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got mine um, Christmas. I think I got it for Christmas, and I think the game it came with was like Mario Kart. And I fucking played the shit out of that game. I still have like the original games that I had. I never got them all, but I have like the good shit, you know, Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros., 007, just like a bunch of the classics. And I still play them. I feel like it's got or at least in my eyes, it's got that longevity where like I could if it, if it works on the TV, I could probably play it for like ever. Yeah, for the most part, as long as, you know, we don't switch out of that red, yellow, white, you know, those outputs. If those ever get out of the TVs, you might have to find like an adapter. Yeah, the A V things. Have you ever I don't know if you did this when you were younger, but me and my friends, like when we were like fifteen, we would like spend the night somewhere and we take over the Nintendo sixty four. And we just fucking 99 lives. We'd put 99 lives on Smash Bros. and just play for like fucking four hours. I don't know. We never really cranked out that many because a lot of us would be like, I don't want to switch characters like after like 10. So we never finished any like long ones like that. Unless it was like get hit once and you go flying kind of thing. Then we crank up. We crank up the life. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, for me, the first one's easy. The other ones are harder for me, but first Nintendo 64 are easy. That's fair. I I am honestly surprised you didn't say like Super Mario because like I feel like out of all the games like that one was a super big like hitter for me. the Mario sixty four game. Yeah, where you ran through into those paintings and you got to collect all those stars. That one is fucking Bowser. cool, man. Yeah, I was. And it's like it's like hard to beat unless you did like those weird cheats. Like it takes a while to actually do all the stars. And probably even with the cheats, it's probably hard. Like as a kid, you know, back then, cause we weren't looking at the speed run games back in the day. At least I wasn't when I was yeah. a kid. No, I was just having fun. Yeah. That game's dope. A game that like nobody ever talked about. And I'm not even sure if the people who listen to my podcast know that much about Nintendo 64 games, but, uh, snowboard kids, which is basically just like a racing game. But was like it was basically like Mario Kart, but instead of little go karts, the characters had fucking snowboards. 
I never played I it. I fucking love that game. I don't remember what it's called, but I remember there was this like hang gliding game that I used to play on the N64 and you'd like take pictures of different things. It was, I don't remember. What you just took pictures of shit? Yeah. Like Pokemon Snap Kinda. type shit? I think it was taking pictures. I honestly don't remember. I just remember like flying on hang gliders, airplanes, all sorts of weird stuff. Yeah. So like nostalgia wise, that one hits me the most because it's the one I still have and I played with like my friends. We still get down on that. If, you, if all my friends got together, we'd plug in the four controllers and fucking play. I'd crank it out myself. But for me, honestly, like Super Nintendo's been my jam. So Super Nintendo's coming off number yeah, one for you? Number one, 100%. Like, that's probably the system that honestly got me into games. I want to, wait, I don't want to be confused. Super Nintendo is the gray one with the purple buttons. It's the it's the one where it didn't flip up and down. That's no, just, the one that flips up is Nintendo. That's Nintendo. Yeah, that's just a Nintendo. And the Super Nintendo is the one where you put the cartridge, cartridge on the top. Okay, there's like the purple, and you flip the power button. Yeah, on. that one. I have that shit too. But that one's old school, man. That's it's like old, but it's good. Like I could still crank out some of the games, like you know Zelda, A Link to the Past. I think it was, and then some of those other games too. Like I don't know. I just remember watching my dad play in that. That made me want to play, and so I'd start playing all the different games that he had. Like we had like Tetris Attack, which was that's true. Niche, I think like but... that's like an that's so old that I feel like my mom owned one of those. Yeah, my dad as like a kid. Game. My dad cranked out on those pretty freaking hard, and so that's what that, that was like my introduction to how I am now. Where I I play a lot of games, and the SNES was the one that like brought me into it all. Is there like a particular game that you remember like playing a lot? The most was probably the Zelda game that I said a link to the past. I have a weird ass memory when it comes to that system. Like the game that I, my uncle had one, right? Mm -hmm. And it's weird too. Cause like, I feel like super Nintendo and stuff like adults had them. That's what it felt like when I was younger. Cause like gaming shit was so new that like your parents weren't buying it specifically for kids, you know? Right. But my uncle had a game. It was like a fucking Disney game. I think it was like a Fantasia game from like the Disney Fantasia movie. And you're literally just Mickey Mouse and you're fucking like going through these levels, like these two dimensional, just running and like jumping onto platforms and shit. But I remember playing that so much. And it was, I don't know, just like culminated everything in my childhood when I was like fucking eight or nine years old. You know, Mickey Mouse was dope and I got to play a Mickey Mouse video game and I was hanging out at my uncle's house. I don't know. It's good times. Yeah. And then I think the only other game besides like there was a Tetris game that we played, which is just like swapping two blocks and it had like Mario characters and you were just like these Mario characters, like rescuing these other Mario characters. Was that the Dr. Mario shit? No, it wasn't Dr. Mario. That was, I played a lot of that too. It was literally called Tetris attack. And like, it was one of the things where like you get those blocks that like start coming up on you and you got to like make a, make like a, three combo and it would break the blocks and then add more and it was you just pretty much tried to make the other character hit the or the other player hit the top hmm i feel like games are so much simp like simpler back then too like it didn't yeah. take much to entertain yeah but i mean there's a game i don't know if anyone i don't like i don't know how many people are playing on the snes but the hardest game i remember in my childhood that we like had to like look up cheats and i don't even remember i don't even know if we'd like had the internet or what we had to look up the literal cheats for this game which was uh the lion king that game was hard on Super Nintendo? Yeah, dude. I remember the fucking Lion King that game. That game was hard, and I rage quit it one too many times. That's weird. For some reason, there was, like, a real big, like, Disney influence in, like, Super Nintendo. But, like, it doesn't carry on past that. Yeah, I think 
since it was like I don't know if it's because it had a growing stage, but I mean, one after a while, like I just feel like Mario really like took off, and so they could just use Mario to pretty much push every you know their their every system that comes out. And we all know how Mario. Disney is anyway. Disney wants to own all its own shit. Well, I mean, they put their finger in everybody's salad. Yeah, Disney fucking if Disney wants to buy your company, they come in and they're like, all right, I own you now. Like yeah. they own the weirdest shit. They own like ESPN. Yeah. They own Hulu. And they took over Star Wars, man. They, yeah, they own Star Wars now. I'm pretty sure they own like. A bunch of like news stations too that yeah. like if you didn't like go look up the chart you would have no idea that they were owned well, by I mean, Disney. That's why Disney Plus honestly like exists because they just have so many little things that they can pull off of that they they feel like they were they had enough people to. That's such a weird connection that I like. I just made that connection that like on the Super Nintendo, there was a bunch of Disney shit. Yeah, but was. like on Nintendo sixty four, the next system. There was no Disney Is shit. That, there's no Disney, or you just didn't play Disney though. I can't remember. There's myself, less Disney, less was, Disney. There was yeah. like a Bug's Life, but like that was on the Game Boy. Too. Way less Disney shit. Yeah. As Nintendo became like the superpower that Nintendo yeah, is more now prevalent before. And then with Xbox and all those other systems coming up, they're a little more to the wayside. Cause it's a family. I feel like Nintendo is much more family oriented. It's hella family oriented. Cause like my little brother and them, like they had a Wii. And they would all play that shit together, like him and step my stepdad. All of them would like fucking play Mario. Yeah, I mean, or if like, you're looking at the Switch, for example. I mean, they, you can take half a controller, and that's a whole controller, dude. Little kids love that shit too. Yeah. All right, so let me. I'm gonna go with my number two. All right. Number two is the Game Boy, for one fucking reason, and I'm talking like the classic Game Boy color, the one that like really hits the the age where I was actually playing the Game Boys the most. Fucking Pokemon games, bro. On the Game Boy Color were so dope. And this is before like the Game Boys even had like backlighting. So like you could only play it with like the lights on or like in the sun. Screens or whatever that had the little like lights and like it would magnify like the screen for you so you could see it easier. This is before there was fucking like there was no backlighting. So you were playing it in the day or like right next to the light bulb. Yeah. But like I remember those Pokemon games and the Game Boy Colors were just super fucking cool. I feel like every kid I knew had a Game Boy Color. Yeah. And Pokemon was like the shit when I was younger. So like everybody was trying to trade and shit. I never really had anyone trying to trade, but we were always talking about how my Pokemon could beat up your Pokemon. We'd never battle because no one, no one had the cord. No one had the cord. And we're just like, yeah, well, <laughs> like, we yeah, we're actually threw down. And I mean, Game Boys in general, there's so many you can pick from. But Game Boy Color is the most nostalgic to me. Even though I know it got all fucking fancy and like they were 3D and shit at one point. Yeah, I mean, I think they stopped it. You know, the, the Nintendo 3DS, I believe. Well, what they did essentially, I think, is they they were like, our handhelds are so good, but we can basically turn it into its own system now. So yeah. the Switch fucking they came out. Did, yeah, I would say they pretty much just did two two systems into one with the Switch. So yeah, they merged. So yeah, for me, number two is Game Boy, uh, primarily because the Pokemon games are super nostalgic for me. And I just thought it was, they were like all colorful and shit. It was like the first thing you could buy it and like, oh yeah, my shit's purple. My friend's got a fucking lime green one. And then, one. and then the other kid's got like a red one. And then someone's got a special edition Pikachu yeah, one. And I, one. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck you. I guess your mom loves you more than me, <laughs> asshole. It was funny just watching people, you know, back in the day, that was how you flexed on a kid. That's like, how you oh, would flex, dude. special edition. There was it. two ways to flex. You'd pull out your Game Boy and you'd pull out your fucking Pokemon cards and whoever had the best shit. 
like you were the king of the playground. Charizard, you won, like without like no yeah. holds bars. So for me, Game Boy is number two. What's your number two? Oh man, what is it? What do I got left? N sixty four, Game Boy, and GameCube. GameCube. Uh honestly, probably the N sixty four for a lot of the same reasons that we've already talked about, which is just. A lot of really good games, and I mean, even nowadays, like you can't really find platformers. So if you're ever really looking for a good platformer, you can just go back. Yeah, the graphics aren't great, but they're fun. Like, they're, yeah, they're just genuinely fun. They don't have to look pretty to be fun. So. That's true. Like, because you can tell it's shitty, but you play it for what ten minutes and your eyes adjust. You don't give a shit what the fuck. Yeah, you. I mean, you you see your general point. You got like all these different games, like I like what you said, like the you know Super Mario. I remember playing Gex a lot back in the Donkey day. Kong, Donkey Kong, even Diddy Kong Racing, dude. I Diddy Kong fucking racing was, with the planes. That, yeah, dude, I felt like that was slept on because you had different. Like it wasn't just the cars; it was like planes, boats, you know, like different vehicles and a bunch of characters too. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number two. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and beat a dead horse. That's it's a lot of just a lot of really good solid. Nintendo games. 64 has a weird ass controller though. It does. It's like a three handed person controller. I think the thing that sucks is like they want 64. Like you played Mario Party, man. You were gonna need a new controller because you get that joystick. You're sitting there just like spinning as hard as you can, and next thing you know the joystick's like sitting there just like you could shake the controller and it's you know like going crazy. Yeah, do they feel cheap? Like if if you're playing it nowadays and somebody picks it up and you're like those joysticks are so easy to fucking break. Oh yeah. I've they, got like they, five controllers and like three of them like the joysticks fucking trash cuz you just they had like nothing fucking holding them. Literally yeah. there's like little ass pin and you can like see it. Yeah. It it wasn't great, but I mean, it was a gnarly idea and it was I mean, it still worked. Everyone still, you know, played it and jammed out. It was so revolutionary too. I feel like back then, like the family, like my mom, like your parents would watch you play like your Nintendo a games. A little bit, yeah. And I mean, even my older, my older sister. Because like you're taking over the TV, <laughs> for sure. Remember? Okay, this is how you know it's fucking old. You remember how like nowadays, like you can just HDMI hook everything up, but back then you had to put in like the adapter that you had to flip the switch to three, yeah, or flip it to like four. So it would only work on channel whether three, whether it's cable, whether you're switching it to the cable channel or if you're switching it to the gaming. Thing. Yeah. I yeah. wonder why it only worked on channel three. I don't know. I honestly have, I don't have an answer to that. All right. Well, I'm going to go off to my final two. My last two were the GameCube and the Super Nintendo. Yeah. All right. So Super Nintendo, pretty dope. And I know they recently made like a, like a copy of it that basically had all the games in it. Yeah, because you can emulate it. Because yeah, like with new technology. So now it's just like a little thing, and it's got all the fucking games, and you can buy it. And then GameCube, GameCube is the weird one for me because I never personally owned a fucking GameCube. I didn't even know what it, they were. Right. Right. But my friends had them, and like I'd play with like the first time I ever discovered one, they'd be like, "Oh, you just play my GameCube," and I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" It's like this little <laughs> square, fucking console that i never even heard of i didn't even know it came out but there were some cool games that i played like there's a fucking game we were playing with like bongo drums and that's like your controller just like a donkey kong game with like yeah it was just like bongo drums whatever happened to rhythm games now that i think about it i mean guitar hero and all those kind of took over the rhythm game world and i mean there's those there's those small groups that you know do the ddr type stuff but yeah but like guitar hero my mom used to fucking play Guitar Hero. <laughs> she would sit there and fucking play like on medium level, just play the Guitar Hero game with me. 
that game was fucking cool. Yeah, Guitar Hero had a lot of good memories with that. Anyway, so GameCube, Super Nintendo. I think I'm picking Super Nintendo, man. Just because you didn't touch the GameCube, or is there any specific reason outside of that? Well, because Super Nintendo, for sure, I know I played a lot. Right. And... I don't know. GameCube's got some dope games. Yeah, I think I'm, I gotta go Super Nintendo just because like I've played it more. I felt I own one of them. Right. And like GameCube, aside from like Super Smash Bros, I can't even think of another game on there that like I would really, really want to play. For the GameCube? Yeah. Um. Mario Strikers, the Mario soccer. I was about game. to say, dude, the only other game outside of what you just said for me on the GameCube is definitely like all the Mario sports games. Yeah, the sports games. Like, yo, know, Mario All Stars, that baseball game was probably the best game for me anyway, out of all the games I played on GameCube. So, yeah, I don't know. I just lose GameCube pretty easy because, like, it just, I don't know. That's when I stopped buying Nintendo systems pretty much. Right. I haven't owned one since the Nintendo 64. I didn't get a GameCube. I didn't get a Wii. Well, my mom and them, like my mom bought my little brother and them a Wii. Right. So I played that sometimes, but I didn't own a Wii. I didn't have a Wii U. I don't have a Nintendo Switch. I kind of stopped playing Nintendo shit in general. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with you on that one just because, I mean, I was really big into shooters and stuff. So, I mean, you go to your Xbox and your PS4s or your PlayStations for those kind of games. What are your last two? Uh, what is it? I think mine's GameCube and Game Boys. All right, which one are you keeping? I'm definitely going to keep the Game Boys because I have a lot of, like, just good memories, honestly. And it was just kind of nice to be able to, like, you know, for those that are gamers, you, you're going on a, say you're going on an airplane ride, and you know it's four hours, you don't want to read a book. You don't, I mean, if you don't want to read, if you don't want to, like, just sleep or whatever, like, you just open up your Game Boy crank that bad boy out and i mean with me anyway like i was my dad's air force and so we'd travel a lot and when we go to like when we got him into the states we'd drive to like from missouri all the way to pennsylvania that's a long drive man who the fuck is missouri yet it's like in the middle of the u.s kind of i can't picture it for it's some like, reason i picture nebraska it's north of it's north of louisiana okay okay it's like it's north of that okay i do know where it is all right yeah but we'd go from Missouri all the way to Pennsylvania and that's a long drive. And so, you know, if I, I'd obviously sleep and stuff, but I definitely played on my game boy. And like you were saying with Pokemon, I played the crap out of Pokemon. Like that's true. You know what the game boy, now to think about it, like your parents, if they, when they get you those, it's also kind of a present for them. Cause you can, they can take you to the store now and you're not, care. yeah, you're not fucking with them at all. You're not fucking with the store at all. You're just holding your little fucking handheld game system you and know, playing. Nowadays, people give kids like those like children's tablets just so that way they'll shut the head. Dude, up. nowadays, fucking kids crank them out. They'd be playing all kinds of crazy games on like their parents' smartphones. Yep. Like my cousin Pablo is always telling me how his kids are like they download so much shit and like sometimes they accidentally buy stuff because there's like so much uh, right buying options in those games and he's just always got to tell him quit downloading shit so now like they ask him permission right uh yeah i don't know i i definitely but mostly just game boy i mean pokemon was super prevalent i did play a lot of uh fire emblem and it was just nice to be able to like take my addiction essentially with me was there a game boy for girls i mean there's I probably a pink i don't one, remember but... a pink one 
I mean, they called it Game Boy because they were trying. I felt like they were trying to like market to boys. Market to boys, yeah. Because I mean, even nowadays, I'm not saying there are no female gamers, but like, if you think about those those dummies that are like in those lobbies and that one girl speaks, and all of a sudden everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's a girl." That's true. Fucking people freak out. Yeah, they they get so. I mean, when you play games and there's a girl playing, like some sort of like, who gives a shit yeah. if there's a girl playing a game? And I lost GameCube like you did, but I mean, it's pretty much the same reason. My my little sister has one. She still has it. I played like, I think, a singular Fire Emblem game on it, I think. I don't really remember. And I mean, that was that was it for GameCube on my end. I never touched it, so. Yeah, I never really played it either. And the controller's fucking weird. People- yeah, the controller's whatever. And I didn't play the, I got the Wii just for Super Smash Bros. back when uh, Project M or whatever, that little like... The Wii was marketed so hard as like a family thing. Yeah. Because like it had a Wii Sports Wii and like Sports. it was like the first system where like you had to like really move around and shit. Yeah. I remember playing like Wii bowling forever. They'd always do the Wii would like to play where it's someone like coming at their doorstep or whatever. And they'd always like hand like, you know, they had their controllers and they'd bow. I no, you know, that, you had to make your you had to make your Mies. Yeah. And then your friends would make one at your house and then they'd okay. leave and then you'd make theirs look all fucking retarded. So then the next time they came. <laughs> yeah. They would have one that looked dumb. I mean, Xbox did something similar too. I think it was not till the 360. I think that's the same time it roughly came out was with the. It kind of reminds me of you know how Snapchat's got the uh, what do you call those little avatars that you can make now? Avatar. Yeah, but like you can make them super. It's a specific name. I don't know it. They have a specific name. I can't think of it. Oh, Bitmoji. Oh, okay. And you can like make it look like you, like really, really like you, even though it's in that weird style. Yeah. And people do that shit like hardcore. That's kind of like, I feel like they stole that idea from the Wii. I mean, it's a good idea. It's kind of a fun idea because, I mean, no matter who you are, you're a little bit, you know, into yourself enough to want to, you know, be like creating yourself as like, you know, I, I, for example, I've always thought of myself as like an anime, you know, an anime character in this universe or that universe, roughly what it would look like. It's all boring, but I mean, I try to spice it up a little bit. So, yeah, I can see that. Vain. We're all a little vain. A little vain. There's a little vanity in everybody. Yeah. All right, so we both got rid of GameCube. Um, apparently, that system sucks ass, so I'm sorry for everybody who likes that one, but it's trash. I blame bad advertising on that. But. Compared to the re- now, the problem, I think, is the GameCube tried to compete with, like, PlayStation 2, yeah, which was, like, arguably the greatest system ever for, like, 10 fucking years, and then more started coming out. Well, I mean, and then Xbox, too. I mean, you had Xbox Live, so you could play with your friends. Like, Nintendo's been known to have kind of crappy you know, internet service as far as like linking to other accounts and stuff. True. All right. Well, that was the one got to go. We went with retro Nintendo video games. Most people should be able to relate to this unless you're like fucking 12 years old and you don't know what we're talking about. So, I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I don't even know what a Sega is. So it's weird, dude. Even the kids at work today, like I was talking to some of the kids and, uh, Oh, what what were we talking about? Something specific. And they were like, I don't even remember that. And I was like, I'm only like five years older than you. <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean you don't remember that? Yeah. But like, you know, that's just how it is. Like, did you hear if you ask somebody like who's born in the 90s to show you like a phone symbol? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they'll like... They do like the thumb and the pinky. The thumb and the pinky. But like if you ask like a kid now, they just put like their (laughs) hand, hand like their flat hand. And then you think... When I first saw that video, I was like, what the hell? And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, it's because smartphones are just like straight. So it's just like 
your hand. It's not that old school curve that we are used to. Yeah, it's not like this is where you listen, this is where you talk. It's yep. just like this is the whole phone by my face. Your speaker phone. <laughs> yeah, that shit. That's real weird. All right, that was a good one. Got to go. We're going to move on to other stuff now. Here's something that I thought was a little interesting. Facebook is going to do this like launch where they have, it's going to call be called Instagram reels, right? So I'm assuming it's going to be part of their Instagram. Well, say, so are they kind of collabing with Instagram on that or what? Well, they own Instagram now. Oh, okay. They, they bought it for like a shit ton of money because they knew Instagram was going to shit on them eventually. Right. So they were just like, okay. they, they went with the Disney approach. They were like, I'm just going to fucking buy it and own it. <laughs> But uh, they're going to come out with Instagram Reels, which is supposed to be like their version of TikTok. And for let me explain TikTok. TikTok right now is like the fucking social thing that kids love. It's just like fucking 10 second videos. It's literally just like memes that are moving essentially. Because I mean, you got all those challenges and stuff. So it's Yeah, like there's the challenges, the memes. It's like YouTube for people that have no attention. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you attention, know? Span, no yeah. attention span. So you can just keep scrolling through different ones. And I'm not even gonna lie; it's fucking addicting to it watch. Is. And I'm got I've gotten into even fucking making them. So yeah, I haven't gone that far, but I've definitely been like, yeah, it's time for bed. And I'll lay down, open my phone, and be like, I'll look at a couple TikToks. And an hour goes by, I'm like, f man. It's yeah. 11 so Facebook's gonna try to directly compete. And honestly, I feel like it's when it comes to something like that, because TikTok has already established themselves as the thing to go to. No one's gonna use the Facebook one. Not only that, but they've poured a lot of money into a shit ton of money i mean they're a chinese corporation i believe or their own like I yeah it's a china company china yeah and i think it was originally musically if i understood correctly yep and they pretty much just took that and made it better and i mean now it is what it is today but i just think it's gonna be like yeah because tiktok ads used to come up all the time even if you were just looking at like a youtube video or something yeah, they pop up everywhere dude and now it's like it literally has taken over you can like if you type in like a a search on there or something it'll be like oh there's been seven billion fucking posts about that one thing you're yeah. like all right fuck <laughs> i just feel like it's gonna go to the wayside kind of like how uh what was it microsoft had mixer and they were trying to compete with twitch yeah and i mean mixer is dead now so well it'll be interesting to at least see what facebook tries to do i wonder if they'll try to like essentially buy influencers or whatever tiktokers whatever you want to call them See if they look to switch over. Yeah, to like switch over. Hey, like use my program exclusively, and like that way they can pull their followers. And hopefully, I think that's how they're gonna do it. But I mean, I'm not a marketer. I have no idea. Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird to me that because like TikTok, I get it. It's cool, but it's like made such a big influence that like Facebook, which I would consider probably like the social media giant. Yeah, is like is like fuck that. I'm about to compete and like make their own thing. It's not a bad thing. I mean, honestly, there's a lot of there's a lot of backlash with TikTok as far as because, you know, Chinese owned or whatever. Some people are saying like communism. <laughs> well, not just that, but like they're using it to spy on the US and stuff. It might be true. I mean, it's not impossible for that to be a thing, you know, because well, yeah, you you even have to put in some personal information. Not just that, but I mean, let's say you go to some park and you're like, oh, we're here in this town at this place at this time. and Look at the scenery behind me, blah, blah, blah. Like you're just showing, you know. It's you're just like, showing them like the landscape, essentially, the I, lay of the land. Yeah, like I guess you Google, you know, like Google Maps and like zoom in, but you're getting like real time if someone goes Can you imagine and, that? Like we go to war with China and they fucking use TikTok references to like <laughs> decide their strategic bombings i mean people do some really dumb stuff with tiktok like 
filming sh- stuff they probably shouldn't. There are people who like put up their phone numbers, and I never believe it's their real phone number, but I've seen them put up their phone numbers. Really? Yeah, and That's I'm just weird. like, is that real or is that not real? I'd probably lean on the wayside of not real, but I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know why you would really do that. I have no idea. I thought that was an interesting little story, though, because I felt like, I don't know, it just seems stupid. It's like, well, why spend all that money to compete? Why not just come up with something to make Facebook better, I guess? Because everybody still uses Facebook. It's just not used the same as it would. It was used like 10 years ago. Well, I mean. Right? Yeah. And also, I this is speaking for just myself specifically, but like, if I want memes, I don't go to, I used to use Facebook to like check on family and then just scroll through for some memes and obviously check on friends, especially in these times with the Rona and everything. Right. But now I'm using like, if I want, if I'm like, I'm bored, I usually go to TikTok and just scroll through because it's just so easy and it's short and I don't have to filter through people being political or this, that, it's just, you know, I mean, it's trended to what I want more or less based on what I've hit the like button on. So. That's true. That's just my personal opinion. So I think I still fuck with Facebook, but yeah, I agree. I just think that Facebook's trying to stay relevant. I think is the word that I'm looking for. They just want to be able to like, plus with TikTok not really having any competitors, it's bored. I wouldn't say it's a monopoly, but it kind of feels like one. Yeah, there's no real competitors. There's another thing called Byte, but that shit is sucks ass. It, so yeah, that proves that. It was made by the creators of Vine, but it's basically it's not even as good as Vine was. Really, so. that's pretty bad. If you're trying to like have a successor to Vine, it's worse. Yeah, it's worse than Vine was. I think Facebook has a small chance because I mean, like you said, they're a pretty big media company. But we'll see. All right. Well, we got to cut to a commercial real quick, and then we'll be back with more shit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details now all right we're back i i want to talk about trump and all this shit that's going on in portland because i guess trump was like fuck the protests i'm gonna send in homeland security to fuck shit up and they just they're tear gassing and doing all kinds of things you know they've been told not to you know everyone's being told not to tear gas if i remember correctly I'm pretty sure he's he named like five or six cities where like I guess the protests are getting out of hand, out of control. So he's going to be more. uh, What's the right word I'm looking for? here? It's like militarized, but it's not militarized. I don't know. He's pretty much trying to rule with an iron fist, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like a weird vibe that I'm getting. It's like not communism, not a dictator, but kind of asshole. Yeah. I mean. There's a lot, there's almost just, it feels like there's just as many people that like them that don't like them. So it's really hard to say. Yeah. Well, I also put myself in the situation, right? So if I think about it, if I'm him and like, let's say there's a city where it's really actually getting dangerously out of hand, right? Right. Then I would want to send some, some type of assistance to stop it. Right. But I don't know if I agree with the way he's doing it. I wouldn't know. I mean, if you send people at least like maybe stop tear gassing or something, I don't know. Yeah, I like, don't know. It's kind of it's just one of those things where like I'm just a little fish in a big pond. So whenever I look at it, it's like oh, that situation looks fucked up. And there's a lot of people that obviously agree, otherwise they wouldn't be protesting. 
Yes, I feel like he would. He would like instead of like creating the big ass like waves and like ripples and shit by like fighting back or like even like attacking or having like these weird standoffs with like protesters show up in like a supportive type of a role, not really supporting the cause, but like, oh, let me uh, mark off certain streets that they can take and like. Like you can protest here, kind of. Yeah, like make it just make it more organized. But like I feel like the whole point is like of the thing outside of you know defund the police and police brutality and stuff is like if you're if the police are making these lines, they're not going to want to listen. Even if it is governments telling the police, hey, let them protest in these spots, they're still going to want to protest out those spots. And be like, no, nah, screw you guys. Just you know, because? You know? Do you think it's worse? Do you think there would be less altercations? Or less like escalation if there was no police presence at all, because like the people put the police out there, right? Right. And I think that it's probably to like stop protesters and whatever anti-protest groups or whatever show up mm-hmm. from like colliding. But then there's also that sense of that tension that comes with just a police officer in general. It's like when you get pulled over and like wow. you get that little, you get that sense of nervousness, even right. though you know. You got pulled over because you were speeding or something? You knew you did something that's messed up, but for some reason your adrenaline goes like, oh man. Yeah, you still you still get that little pump of yeah. like energy. So like it, you could almost say that their presence makes it worse. I mean, the fact that they don't like them because of, you know, the things that they're doing and whatnot, obviously they don't like them, so I honestly, if I had to be one hundred honest with you, I've been I've been keeping up with the protests, but not like I haven't been like super like reading. Like I mean, I told you about those unmarked vans and those people with like those black. Oh yeah, tell whatever, say, just, like, tell me that story and that was weird. I don't know the exact details. I only saw one video where it was pretty much like an, an unmarked like white van, no markings, no like police. We're no, talking like old school just, big van or like one of those weird. Like, come to come here and get some candy, little kid. Like just white van. Just a white just, fucking like, van. All right. There's these guys like coming out in these uniforms. I don't even think there's an insignia on the uniform. At least not that I saw in the video where they're like grabbing protesters, abducting them essentially and throwing them in these vans. And that, I haven't heard what's been happening or if they've been finding those people or anything. I didn't follow up on it. And these are just guys. So they're basically like, if I'm, I didn't actually, I don't remember the actual uniforms, but I'm going to say, let's say they come out, they got like a fucking helmet or a mask. And it's just all black. And then just like an all black uniform or like almost, they almost look kind of like, not military, but like just like uniforms. I don't Especially know. Especially like having if like the like a motorcycle on, fucking uniform. Like undercover cop, almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're not showing any of their shit. So. And they're taking people, throwing them in the van, and you don't even know what happens to the person because these are just random recordings from like someone's phone yeah, or something. I don't. I again, I didn't look up. I mean, there might be some articles now that of what's been happening, but what's gonna stop someone? I'm not. I'm just gonna use myself as an example. Not that I would actually go out to Portland and go do this, but like, what's gonna stop me from getting a white van? getting all that gear on and then just going and abducting someone just to commit a crime versus, I mean, obviously they're probably still committing a crime, but I mean like a regular, you know, like it might be a policeman or whatever that's doing it, but what's going to stop an act like other people that just are Trump supporters, for example, that are just doing it because they think, you know, Oh, well they don't like Trump. So I'm a, I'm a yeah, there's so much people. conspiracy there. Cause like the video's real. I saw the video. You showed me the yeah, video, I showed you, yeah. but like, I don't know their motive. So it could, it could have been like, Someone getting abducted because these people are trying to like commit a crime or extort them for money, or it could have been someone trying to like fuck up the 
protest and like make it like violent and like oh look i'm abducting someone in front of everybody and then they start trying to attack you trying to like egg them on yeah and then then there could be like i don't know maybe even like some sort of government thing it's so hard to know what the people's motive was yeah and i mean that's with us not looking up the full article so there might have been more information so well that's why we're uneducated bro Yeah, i know i'm going off the one video i saw (laughs) and it seemed fucked up to me yeah they literally kicked the kid that was on a bike So I was looking at like the whole Department of Homeland Security in Portland fucking shit up. And there's like a couple stories that like stood out. There's a Navy veteran who was at his first like protest. And he thought it was going to be like a peaceful protest. Right. And he ended up getting like tear gas and like, 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 I don't know if beaten is the word, but like pretty close to, I get like, what would they do to you? I get, I'm assuming they at least pushed him to the ground or like moved him around. He said it was fucking terrible. Depending on who he is, I mean, for all we know, he might have been able to F those guys up, but because they're police, he didn't fight back. I don't know. It's true, because I didn't see an age. So I hear Navy veteran, and I, and just in the terms of the whole, the context of the whole article that I read, it seemed like he was an older guy. Right. You know? Because yeah. if it was a younger dude, I feel like he'd have fought back. He'd have fought back, because yeah. you don't just let yourself get your ass kicked. No, especially not if you're a prior military. I feel like, you know, yeah, you have so, to fight in you. So. so it seems like it was like an older Navy veteran dude. And I know that that kind of thing just gets painted in a certain narrative because, like, oh, it's a veteran. Oh, he got pushed. I was like, it's, yeah. it's an easy story for them to push. But it still seems – it was – I don't know. It still caught my eye. I was like, that's fucking crazy. And I, I can imagine myself going to the first pro- – the protest they had here and then getting my ass kicked by some fucking anti-Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, and on top of that, you're someone who was a veteran, so therefore you're one of the people that were fighting for freedoms and all that stuff, and you're getting over there getting your getting your head kicked in because you're expressing your freedom. Yeah, can you imagine that? Like you fought I don't even know if you fought, but let's yeah, say but he let's, served right, and then you're getting your ass kicked by dudes waving the flag. Yeah. Like they're waving the flag and curb stomping you and shit. That's not some, a good some thing. Irony right there, man. That's terrible. But I mean you fought for their right to wave that flag and beat you, I guess. I don't know. Like I guess it's it. messed up, dude. It's not it's not cool at all. Yeah, so that happened in Portland. And then this other Portland story, which is fucking weird as shit. So the people are getting tear gassed. Uh I'm gonna go with mayhem in the streets, even though I wasn't there, but if I was getting tear gassed, it seems like there'd be fucking mayhem in the streets. At least running away. At least running away. And then some girl some nude ass girl with like a black mask on. So she's got nothing on but a black mask. I remember if she was white, right? I think so. But I, I can't tell. The picture and we just saw her back. You I can only see her back. Yeah. I can't tell. But she's maybe white. Anyway, she's got a black mask. Fucking naked. And she like, she sits down. Like in front of like this line of like. Cops. Cops, riot police. Yeah. Like people in like straight up riot gear. And then she like lifts her legs like the fucking gynecologist is like gonna yeah, fucking say, give she, her a she, checkup like, full eagle or like spread eagle on that yeah she's like spread out bro i wonder if she had a sign did you read up on that at all or did you just kind of like glimpse it real quick i didn't see if she had a sign i just mm-hmm. basically she had like nothing on her but maybe something written on her you mean may i don't know i'm just kind of curious if like there, if that was just she's just stark naked other than the mask or whatever and just like spread eagle and then is that it? Or was there like any writing? Like, I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Was that like part of, Oh man. Was also, that like part of her way to protest or she's just like some weird ass homeless hippie chick or something. Just trying to get an article or 15 minutes of fame or something. I have no idea. Like I, I can't imagine the reasoning why you had to be naked and like 
even if, okay, if you want to run naked, whatever, but then spread your legs too. Like, it just seems so. Yeah, in the picture, it was weird because she's like. You just see both kneecaps on, you know, the side of her body as she's facing away from the camera of the photo that got taken. Yeah, maybe she thought, like, she could stop the police if she just, like, went all fucking spread leg on those dudes. She had to, like, do a shock and awe, like, without being violent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because, I mean, how are you going to, like,. What are you going to do if you're walking down the street and some chick just fucking pulls all her clothes? I don't even think she pulled her clothes off. I think it was, it was already, already off. off. Yeah. And just some naked chick just sits down in front of like a big group of people and she's just like naked and sitting there. I don't know, dude. I saw a video where there was this like really attractive girl like sitting here yelling, if you quit your job, I'll have sex with you or something like that. At people? No, at the police. Oh, yeah? Did they quit? I'll sleep with you. You just got to quit. And like there's one guy you kind of see and he's like, "Mm, man, I kind of like like, he was fidgeting a little bit. I was like, oh, my God. It was just nuts. It was just a bizarre like moment. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a weird way to like stop police brutality. I think it's just pouring yourself out. Yeah, so the Portland naked girl thing is weird because, like, in the picture itself, you can it looks like they're still marching towards her. Mm-hmm. She's just sitting like on a manhole, or, like in the middle of the road. The street, yeah. So there's still like tear gas that you can see in the picture, just kind of in the background. Yeah. So like, yeah. what is she gonna do? I mean, tear gas is one thing, but like when you're naked, fucking tear gas and like your ass cracking shit, bro. Yeah, Does know. that affect your ass? I I don't know, honestly. I have no idea. Is it like the type of thing that like... I haven't been tear gassed, I don't think. Yeah, is it the type of thing that only fucks with your eyes or is it like any like... Like if it got in your mouth, would it like... I... Or like would it fuck your ears up? I don't know, honestly. Like I honestly have no idea. I just... <laughs> if tear gas is the same as CS gas, then it doesn't really affect your ears. I'm going to speak from personal experience to some regard right now when it comes to your ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Have you ever eaten hot Cheetos? Yes. If you eat too many hot Cheetos and you go to the bathroom, that shit burns. Yeah. You feel like you got to take a shower afterwards. It's just spicy food in general for me, but I'm a win. I'm just saying it burns, right? And this chick's getting tear gassed. So, like, that's a whole different level, right? You're talking just your butt. Like, if she's spread eagle and it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, it's going to be a rough time. I'm not going to go into specifics with that. Ugh. Doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah, man. What do you make of the whole thing? Do you think it, I think it's crazy? I think people should just. That's I don't know. It's, I'm a, not, it's a hard topic because I mean, yeah, I'm like I'm not black, but I'm brown. So like I, I've I've definitely dealt with a racist situation every here and there, but yeah, I don't feel my life hasn't been affected at the same way you know some of these other people that are protesting have had their lives affected by racism, cops, etc. So it's I mean. You know, where we're living, it's I don't feel like it's super prevalent in the police force. I could be wrong. I haven't had a lot of experience with it, but it doesn't feel like there's a lot. And so it's hard for me to, like, make a response as far as, like, do I think it's too much? I think the only thing that I think is too much is all this tear gas. Like, I, I'm on the side of the people just because it seems over, like, too much. Like, I just feel like they're doing too much to the protesters themselves. I mean, for crying out loud, unmarked vans and knocking these people down and kidnapping them and then just beating them. Like, yeah. Did you ever watch the really old video? Me and Apollo talked about it in an episode. The one of the old guy getting like shoved and he's got like the bleeding. Yeah. Hair I shit. saw that actually. And that one guy tries to help and that other guy, that other cop. Grabs yeah. Like him destroys him. him. Nah, dude, we're, we're going. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And then I think some guy tried to help him up or whatever, and they like didn't let him. I don't know. It was bonkers. Yeah, it's, all right. it's messed up. Okay, so we're obviously we're talking about one side of the certain of the Black Lives Matter movement and like certain protests and shit. But here's some shit that like I don't even know how to feel about these types of things. So Kanye West. Oh. Like African American musical genius. I'm not gonna lie, his first four albums are fucking dope. Right. And he's he's gonna run for president. He had his first rally in uh I don't remember where, South Carolina or somewhere. Yeah, I think so. And uh, he said some fucking weird outlandish shit. And he's not even going to, I read at the end of it, and it said he's not even going to be on the ballot in South Carolina. particular state, yeah. Yeah, so he's not even on that ballot. But he said, Harriet Tubman never actually freed any slaves. She only fuck like, that's like the weirdest thing to hear from like, a black man running for president. Right. Because, like, that's I'm pretty of, sure... That's part of his history, essentially. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, they're in the process of actually putting Harriet Tubman on, like, the $20 bill. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Or, like, the $10 bill. I don't remember which bill, but, like, I know it was either her or... Uh, the, who's the other one? Rosa Parks? Yeah. I don't remember who... I don't remember which one, but I think it was Harriet Tubman is rumored to have a chance of getting on one of our bills eventually. Right? right. So like he chooses her and even like the most uneducated kid in like eighth or seventh grade knows that Harriet Tubman fucking helped free slaves with like underground railroad oh, and all that yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this podcast is really uneducated. I mean, we know. Yeah. I'm not part of the duo per se, but I mean, as a friend of the pod, like, yeah, Even I know. That's like, fucking dumb, on. right? Yeah. And and he said, okay, he said that, and obviously the black community was outraged at him. Of course. And then just the regular, not stupid community was outraged because yeah, he's because yeah. he's stupid. And then I don't know. I just don't know what he's doing with this whole campaign. I don't know. It's almost like just stirring the pot. It feels like I feel like he's trying to just steal some votes away so that Trump can win. You th- oh yeah, because he's a Trump. Because he's a Trump supporter. Right. I didn't even think about that. Excuse me. What was, what was the thing he said about kids or whatever? It was, I I just read the article where it was just like it, one of his first campaign statements or something was like, if you have a kid while he's president, you'll get like a million dollars or something along those lines. I remember a million dollars and having a baby. That's okay. See, I'm not even mad at that legislation. Like, if you have a kid and he wants to give you a million dollars. I mean, I might go have me a kid. Yeah, I might go I adopt go, a kid. I might have to go persuade the wife that we need one, just one kid. Just, just one, one kid, just to get the million dollars? Just for the million. I guess we'll keep it. I don't I know. That's messed up. Obviously. I guess we'll keep it. I'm just kidding. It's going to let it run off in the no, wild? No, what no. the hell? Obviously, we take care of it. I'm just saying. I mean, I might let – we say no kids, but for a million dollars, I could be persuaded. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, 100%. I don't know what Kanye West is crazy. He says something super racist to his own race, which I guess makes him not racist because he's treating his race like he would treat any other race. That's like I mean, race inception. That I feel like that's just like being the devil's advocate there. That was pretty race inception right there. I guess. And then he's going to say he's going to give people a million dollars if they have babies. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kanye aside, just think Kim K is the, the first lady. 
Yeah, but like I can actually respect her no, in I'm not some regard. That's a bad thing. I just kind of like look at it and be like, that'd be pretty interesting with her shows and everything. Like, would she be able to continue that and just in the White House? Because I doubt that. There's too many security and whatnot. She'd have to do it not there. I don't know. She's weird. But Kanye West isn't the only guy who said some weird racist shit recently. Nick Cannon, the host of Wild and Out. I don't know if you've ever seen Wild and Out. Oh, I've seen it. It's fun. He's also got like. He was on Nickelodeon for a long time. He had all those old school movies. Had beef with Eminem recently. Beef with Eminem that he was never going to win. But uh, he said something. Apparently, He's got his own podcast too, right? Okay. I don't know what it's called, but he's got a podcast. And on his podcast, he made anti-Semitic remarks. And I didn't write down exactly what he said. I kind of paraphrased it because it was a long-ass quote. Right. But essentially, he says, Jewish people secretly control the world. And he says that black people can't be anti-Semitic because they're the real Semites. I'm dumb. What's Semitic? What's an anti? When you're anti-Semitic, it means you're you do like you say racist type shit or derogatory stuff towards Jewish people. Okay. I think Semite is a phrase for Jewish. Like, oh, is it? Oh, sorry, I'm dumb. So. Oh yeah, well, I'm not exactly sure, but I know anti-Semitic. Is like being racist to Jews. What is he a Nazi? Like I don't understand. Well, basically, he calls black people the real Jews. Oh, really? Okay, I see. Yeah, so he basically says like black people are the real Jews, and that Jewish people secretly control the world, like rich Jewish people. I mean, rich people do kind of, I guess, in a in a sense, but I don't know if it's specifically just Jewish people. Yeah. So Viacom, CBS. Where I guess he actually like, I don't know if that's where his podcast is recorded or whatever, or if he has some sort of deal with them somehow, right. radio show or something. Right. But they fired his ass for saying that stuff. <laughs> they were like, fuck you, anti-Semitic bastard. It's kind of like that Roseanne thing. I forgot what she said, but that. that she said the N word, I'm pretty she, sure. <laughs> it was something on Twitter and she, her, the whole show, boom, done right there. I used to like Roseanne too, but her new, yeah, yeah like her reboot got her taken reboot, away. Like it was doing good. And even though it was doing good, she said that one thing. They're like, nope, we're not, nope, we're not doing this. Yeah, man. So Nick Cannon said all that stuff, right? And I don't know. It's just, some, why would you say that? I have no idea. If you're like someone of his stature. Especially like if my friend says something about the Jews. It's whatever. You it's kind of write it off. Yeah, I people guess. just write it off. Depending on what they're saying. Because like, most of the time, I don't know. He just doesn't have the platform, I guess. But Nick Cannon said Jewish people secretly control the world. And I feel like because he said Jewish people, you kind of make them look like it's, a, it's some Nazi vibes right here. Well, I mean, he didn't say, you know, white supremacy or anything, but I, I mean, no, but I mean, like the same like, type of ideas, you know, like right. Nazis are only trying to make money control. Yeah. That's, I mean, either way, it's messed up. Like, if you got that kind of influence, you got the world kind of like maybe not the whole world, but you got a good chunk of the world staring at you and listening. Like, you probably shouldn't say stuff like that. I mean, if you mean it and that's what your beliefs, and I can't tell you what to do, but well, yeah, well, he also had a bunch of Twitter posts that said where he was trying to like clarify what he meant. He was saying he wasn't like being anti-Semitic or being negative towards Jewish people. He was more trying to compare the plight of like being black. Right to the to the same plight of being Jewish, but then that would only make sense for like the second part of what he said. It doesn't really make sense for the <laughs> super rich Jewish people control the world thing, right? Right. Excuse me. 
I think he just kind of misspoke, honestly, because like it I, seems it to me like, like he got caught. Thought, yeah, it's like he got caught halfway through a thought, and he didn't wrap it up in a way where people were happy because it came off pretty fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if that many people are upset, obviously. I mean, he got fired. Yeah. People ain't playing around, especially with the protests, man. You can't really be saying stuff like that if you ain't, you know, ready to back it up or at least like, I don't even know if back it up's the right word, but I mean, you have, better have a dang good reason if you're going to say something like that. It's true because there's one of my favorite shows on MTV. It's called uh, The Challenge. Mm-hmm. It's basically like they take people, put them in a house, and then they do all kinds of like crazy challenges until eventually one person wins a cash okay. prize, right? Right. And one of the girls that's on that show, she made negative remarks about the Black Lives Matter movement. She basically said like all people die or something. So she kicked. And out. she got fired. Yeah, she got fired from MTV. She didn't get kicked out because she was already the show's like pre-recorded. Oh, okay, okay, I see. So she got fired from being on any future and okay seasons of the show and. They basically cut her out of like the remaining episodes. So oh, some really? of the episodes didn't even make sense. So like, cause she was like a key figure in some of them. Right. So like you're watching it and you're like, and they would cut around what she did. So at the end of the episode, you're like, wait, why the, why are these two people mad at each other? Like okay. what the fuck what happened? The cause they completely took her out of the show. It makes, I get, I get the reason, but I mean, you almost got to just like cancel at that point or just show the winner and be like, there you go. We had to cancel because this yeah so i'm small things like that man just a small slip of the tongue yeah and your job is gone like that you for her it's more devastating but for, not nick cannon obviously because he's already rich and he owns right, his right. own businesses and shit but it's just crazy to me how like something like that that you could post like if somebody looked up an old tweet of mine or an old facebook post because i've put up some stupid yeah. shit i know i have and like they just blew that shit up. And then out of nowhere, you're like public image is fucking terrible about something you said that, you know, let's say it was 10 years ago. Obviously you, I mean, you would imagine someone would have grown between now and then, especially if like you say you said something racist 10 years ago or bigoted or whatever, but then you look through the, you know, everything after that and there's nothing else of it. Like obviously there's, or at least maybe like sprinkles and then it just stops at a certain point. And then, I mean, that shows growth, I think. Yeah, there's also a fine ad, there's like a really fine line cuz like if you watch a stand-up comedian, a Mexican stand-up comedian or a black stand-up comedian, they say racist things about or themselves. stereotypical things about themselves yeah. or their own race, right? Yeah. And that shit is funny. Yeah, cuz I mean, I'm I listen to two comedic Asian guys that are Yeah, the Asian up. dude yeah. is that the new Asian dude, right? The glasses who's like makes all those jokes about him and like his dad and shit. I don't I don't know, but that Asian guy is fucking funny. Yeah. And so is uh, Joe, Joe, whatever. The guy who's like uh, Filipino and he, his mom wanted him to be like a nurse and shit. Oh, I, I blanked the name, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, it. but like, yeah, stuff like that is funny, right? So like, nope. am I racist for laughing at it? No, because he's trying to make me laugh. It's, it's. But if I fucking like quote it and then somebody looks at it 10 years right. later and they're like, look what this motherfucker said. Then you're in shit. Context, essentially. Yeah, context. There's no context. It's pretty much an out of whatever quote, like out of context quote. So, yeah. So Nick Cannon got screwed over for a job. I don't know if he had malicious intent. Intent. I don't think he did. I think he just got stuck in some weird conspiracy theory slash real fact. It sounds like he didn't. He might not like if he went to Twitter to try to explain himself. It sounds like he just didn't think about what he was saying all the way and just said it anyway, thinking there'd be no backlash. True. 
All right, well, here's another thing. And this one, it, I'm like so torn on. All right, so CNN, I guess, said that this is going to be the last week. This or next week is the last week that the unemployment benefits are going to be in. It was posted yesterday and said this week. So yeah, I'm so assuming it's this week that we're in right this very So week. the extra $600 that people are getting for unemployment right now uh-huh. is going away. In our state of Idaho, our governor's already said that if you return to work, if you were unemployed, you'll get like a bonus of like, I think it was like $1,500 like for that. finding a job and like working, right? I don't know how you like go about applying for it, but they're giving you incentives to come back, right? Well, probably if you just like, if you're getting unemployment, you got to probably put in a thing saying, hey, I found a job. Stop giving me unemployment. Otherwise, you're, you're going to take the money away. Yeah, so they're taking the unemployment, the extra unemployment away. And people have incentives to go back to work. So I'm a little torn because I know a lot of people, it'll be hard to find a job because there are places where a lot of people lost jobs. Right. And unemployment was really helpful. But I also feel like you there is a point where you got to take it away so that people go back. Some people can go back to work. Especially whenever you're looking at the folks that are working and they're making less than the people that are on unemployment. So you get frustrated. Yeah. Like the essential workers. And the word essential is so loose right here because yeah. like- Essential worker sounds like, oh, your nurse, your doctor, but it really means, oh, your fast food workers, your fuck, like I restaurant people. See restaurants and fast food, like I see how it cannot be, but I see how it can be because it, like, if those places are open, it kind of relieves some stress off grocery stores. Yeah, and then like gas station people. So, so like essential is a weird it's a it's a flowing it's very, term yeah, here. It's, it's a, very very flexible i think it's flexible here <laughs> but it, in terms of the benefits i feel like i don't know if they're if it's like a cut like they're just going to take it all away or they're going to like wean people off or something i think it's just cut and they're trying to uh, what i read was they're trying to rewrite up a new stimulus package or plan, but the chances, at least according to the article, the chances are unlikely that they'll come to an agreement on it. All right. So I I think I'm in favor of it, but I don't know. I just hope people can find jobs after it goes away. I mean, I I've seen a lot of places hiring, but I don't know everyone's situations or maybe they're, you know, they have a, a history with like, going to prison or something so they can only work specific jobs at certain hours or whatever. Yeah. Even the hours thing comes up a lot too with like, if you have a kid, so you can only yeah. work a certain type of shift because yep. you got to, you know, your kid's going to, apparently schools aren't going to get shut down. They're going to, Trump has in, insisted that the schools are all going to open. But yet they defunded schools recently. If I remember, if I read an article correctly on that, they no, reduced- he He said he would defund all the schools if they didn't open. Oh, is that what it was? I just heard that we were just, we already did it. Yeah, it's like a statement that he made that, like, if the schools don't reopen, then he's going to have less funding for schools. Event, something like that. I don't know. I think colleges will be fine, even if that were to happen. I mean, they make. That's true, but I'm talking on a scale like elementary yeah, schools. Elementary. Yeah, no, I figured. I figured. Shit I was like just that. like making a remark on. I think colleges will be okay, but everyone else, like it feels a lot of people already complain that we don't get enough funding to school as is. So, I mean, yeah, that's a, it's a weird threat from your president. Like, yeah. It's kind of make your kid because people don't want to send their kids to school because they could get sick and then they get home and then they get sick and give it to you. And then now you can't work and it's, it's rough, man. But then you also got to find a fucking time and place to actually do it. 
But like personal experience, man, our state opened up too soon and now we're the number one fucking state. Are we number one now? For, yep, percentage okay. wise when it comes to cases. And it's either us not, or Florida. And we're still not even closing up places. Like there are some companies and some places that are choosing to without being told to, but there are other places like I think I saw a bar that was still saying, Hey, we're open. It was a bar, excuse me, it was a bar and a grill, but I mean <laughs> I don't know, man. That's kind of a gray area, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, before you finish your thought, we got to do another commercial and then right, come back. All right. And we're back. Uh, continue with your thought process there. Um, pretty much, it's just uh, I feel it. I feel like it's gonna be rough for those that were making more than what they're making now with the unemployment plus the bonus, like. Let's just throw a number. Let's say you made a thousand dollars. Obviously, this is small, but like you made a thousand dollars, but you're only making like eight hundred on this unemployment with the bonus. So, if you still can't get your job or something that can pay what you were making before, yeah, because there's no guarantee the job you had is even available anymore. Yeah, like let's just say that you're, they're still not hiring, even though you were like one of the best workers, but they just had to cut numbers for whatever reason. Yeah, and it forces the companies that had to cut a bunch of people. You know were forced to have to figure out how to work with the people that had left. And if they got good at it, then they would not want to hire people anyway. Yeah. Cause I mean, if they're able to run on the people yep. they have, they're going to make more money just having just them instead of more people, more employees. But I mean, in order to grow, you need more people, but that's besides one. That's what I'm worried about with people losing the money. Like I guess I kind of feel bad for those that started living above their means just because they are making more money on unemployment than what they had before. But you kind of put yourself in that situation. So it's, I don't know, that might be me being unreasonable or. I think whatever. that's, I agree with that. Cause like you're getting the extra money, but it was obviously to like, it's temporary. You it's so it's tempor it's temporary. It's temporary. So like you can't expect to immediately go out and find a job that's going to pay you the same money that you weren't making before. Right. Right. Unless you get lucky or like some, you find something like that, but like you're getting that extra money. So you're making, let's say you get 900 a week with unemployment mm -hmm. and your regular job was getting you 700 a week. Right. Yeah. So you've, you're getting extra $400 and I'm pretty sure unemployment is untaxed money. I'm not sure. I've never been on unemployment. Me either. So I don't know if they just get straight 900 bucks. I don't yeah, think it's taxed. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I know that they always ask on your tax. If you got unemployment. If you got unemployment. So maybe it was untaxed or maybe it is untaxed and they tax you later or something. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no knowledge or any experience. with. Yeah. So I'm going to assume it's untaxed at least in the moment that you receive it. Right. So like you start to spend those extra 400 each, each month, you know, you get used to it and then they take away the extra benefits and now your unemployment's down to like fucking $200. Cause we're talking yeah. 600 extra dollars. Yeah. That's why it's like anyone that was really thinking about this and reading the bill saying it ends July, you know, you're going to be sitting there and going, okay, well maybe I should save up money. So in that way, if you can't find a job and the unemployment's not enough, you have that extra backbone or, you know, that extra like pool of money to kind of pull out of whenever you need to. I don't know. It's, it sucks. Like we were saying, and I mean, but you, everyone had to have known it was temporary. I mean, it's even says like it was scheduled to end on the 28th, but because of the way I guess unemployment works, it like it ends on like, it like gives it to you on like the Saturday or the like Sunday. a pay period yeah, type yeah, thing. Kind of, a, kind of like that. So they're just cutting it this week. Cause I think 
that like the 28th or whatever is like in the middle of next week or even at the beginning. Yeah. So, um, I pretty much agree with what you said. I feel like people shouldn't have like relied on that money. Like you rely on it to like get you through, but right. the whole time you should have been thinking it's going to stop. Mm-hmm. I need like job prospects or I should be applying constantly somewhere. Like, some sort set your affairs in order in some sort of way where like when it goes away it doesn't fuck up your life yeah i mean for those that have that i mean there might be some kids out there that are working well with college or whatever that don't really have that problem so they might have just blew the money but you know it is what it is everyone's got a different situation. that's true because you could sign up for that shit if you're like 18 and you just lost your job at like yeah, mcdonald's or, or starbucks or whatever yeah and then you'd just be getting 600 bucks yeah on top, like you were probably, probably more, more than, what, than they, what you were like we were saying, but you probably could live off of without the six hundred too. Yeah, assuming you don't have a million bills, but I mean, at least back when I was in between twenty and twenty five, like I mean, I didn't have car payments or none of that crap. So, you know. yeah, all that extra bill comes. Yeah, later life fucking practices rent, and shit. If you're not living with your parents, well, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, we're going to move on to our hypothetical moment. Uh, this one's fucking long, so I got to make sure I read it right. But it's it's interesting. So our hypothetical for this episode is, right, you find a book and begin to read, only to discover that it is your life. You get to the point that you are at right now. Do you turn the page knowing that you won't be able to change the events to come. So basically the page you get to the page that I'm living right now, like you're doing your podcast. And if I flip the page, I can see what comes later in life. So I can look into my future, but I can't change it because yeah, it's because no the, because it's in the book. Yeah. So like, that's weird. So you give me your perspective on that. It'd be surreal. First off. All right. Yeah. It's hella weird. Surreal. It'd be very surreal because it's like, you know, it's going to happen, but you're going to, like, let's say it says you're going to die of diabetes in two years or what? I mean, whatever. Heart attack. And you're going to try to do everything you can to make your heart stronger or whatever. But like it said, you can't change the outcome in said book. So, I mean, it might even, as you're reading, you'll read that, like, you read, you know, you're going to start reading the point where you're like, I read the book and turned the page, blah, blah, blah. And so, why well, I have fucking questions. First, what happens I, okay, if I skim through the book and not read, but just to see that all the pages are filled out? Will they all be, already be filled out? I, but, I mean, if we're talking hypothetically speaking, I'll say yes. In terms it's already, of it, yeah, so it's, it's already, already filled, filled out. out. Yeah. So, okay. Second question: What happens if I rip out a page? Let's say I randomly grab a page from somewhere towards the back and I just rip it out. I don't know, man. What if you does can- the page go blank and then like that part is like? rewritten i mean it says you can't change the event so i know it says i can't change it but what if i destroy part of the book maybe Maybe. that changes it or maybe that just is out of the book and the next page just says what that page says and everything paid you know like it just adds its own page okay well let's say just hypothetically let's say i rip the book the page i'm on and the next page are the last two pages because i ripped the whole back of the book does I, that mean that whatever happens at the end of the book will be on the page that has yet to be seen? Or you die right there instead. Or right there because you ripped up half your book? 
Well, I'm just saying, like, if you rip off a page that you haven't been to yet, like in your life right this very second, and you just ripped it out, just, I mean, this is obviously all, you know, like he said, she said, hypothetical, like we're saying, but like, I feel like if I were to tear a page out of my life, that's like, that's gone. And so if you're taking out like a whole section, I just, I mean, if there's nothing to fill that spot, what if you just kind of like, kind of like Death Note where he didn't write how okay, they died. Okay. You just had a heart attack or whatever. All right. So let me just flip that around real quick. Let's say I tear out three, four pages, right? Okay. And then I grab three Harry Potter pages and I put them in the book. I don't think that. Do I become a wizard? I don't think so. because it's Like how of, easy can I manipulate book. the book? But see, we're saying that the events don't change. So I feel like. Yeah, yeah. The events in the book don't change. So if I put different events in the book, do they become my reality? Well, I feel like you're just like how much of this book. I think you're just controls tearing. my reality. You're, so like if I, if you put a red page, a like a red, let's say you put a red like see through filament type thing, like okay. a above the page that I'm currently on. Mm -hmm. Will my vision in turn have this red dye? don't know dude it's a hypothetical i know that's what i'm saying like for I me like for me doing... i feel like the book and me are one right so like when i think of sure. this hypothetical i'm thinking of it as like if anything that it was had a beating heart of its own almost, yeah like like, the living thing. so i agree because because the, the hypothetical says the book's written already right so everything in the book is going to happen so i can't change written events in the book but can i add events for simplicity's sake, I'm gonna say no, but I mean, obviously, like we well, can we can well, dissect just, this however the hell you want. All right. Well, let's just usually what we do when we come to these type of like impasses is we'll give our opinion on both, right? So That's let's fine. say let's say you can't. Okay. And it's just the question as it reads: Would I turn the page? I wouldn't turn the page because okay. First of all, I'd be freaked out because like yeah. I would I would like. Let's say I'm on the page and it's like says 82, right? And I'm right. looking at this book and it's a thin ass book. Like how much longer <laughs> do I got to live? Shoot right? Out. You go to page like 102. But it's like a thick book. Then I'm like, all right, maybe I'll look at this next page. But I probably wouldn't look just because I feel like it'd be boring to know what's going to happen with your life. Right. Completely. So in terms of the question, I would not look. Now, if this book and you are one and anything that happens to this book in a way sort of happens to you. Right. Then she gets fucking interesting. Cause like, like I said, like you put in like a red cover and your eyes are like red for that day or something. Right. Cause then like, I just be sticking in a bunch of random shit into this book. I feel like that's the part where this, this question could go on forever if we were to let you adjust it. So, I mean, you can throw in some quick little things that you would do, but I wouldn't go too far because then we'll be here. Okay. So day. first question is, well, the first thing I want to say is, would I rip out a page? I think I would rip out at least one page just because I'm curious what would happen to the page. Okay. So I'd take it from, if I'm going to call it just an example. Let's say it's a 200-page book. Okay. We're on page 100. There's 100 pages left. I'd rip out like the middle one, 150. 150. Without looking at it. I just pull it out and just, just crumple it. Just, up. Threw it away. Well, I assume once it's out of the book, it was just blank okay. on me. We'll, we'll say that. We'll just say that. Right. Then. So I don't have to okay. rip and shit, but right. I'm going to pull it out and it's going to blank. Uh-huh. Right. Well, wait a minute now. If I pull it out and I rip it up, it's gone forever. But if I pull it off and it goes blank and I write something on it. And then put it back in. And then put it back in. But I have no context for the rest of the book. 
damn, this is fucking hard. All right, here we go. This is <laughs> this is what I'm. This is the way I can make it seem fair because I don't want it to be like, oh, I can just rip them out and change anything I want, right? So I'm assuming that everything in the text is solid. Right. Gonna happen. So if you ripped one out and it went away and you wrote something and you put it in the context of the book and that like that event could happen, mm -hmm. but the rest of the book, it could like be a weird matchup in your life. So like let's say you ripped out like a day and the day before it was like, oh, you wake up that day and then you do this and you changed it. So what you said happens, but then immediately what would have happened after the original page happens. I don't know. I I would almost say like, let's say you're writing like I find a million dollars or I win a million dollars. Like if you're adding things into it, I feel like you should monkey pod a little bit to where like this good thing happens, but there's this bad thing. Does that kind of make sense? To, to even it out. Yeah. So then that way, like, it, let's just say like, without looking at the question, if we're going off what you're saying, or you can tear something out and put something else in it. I feel like since you're, if you're adding something good to yourself, you should in turn be hit with something negative. Well, the way I'm looking at it is like, let's take your, if I took your example and I was like, I made a million dollars and I wrote it on this one page I put in, right? Uh -huh. The next page, which was already written or I don't have a million dollars. Yeah. My million dollars would not exist anymore. You would have it for like a day. I would have it for the day of. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. I think that'd be okay. Right? Right. I don't know. I'm thinking of this question in so many weird I ways. I know. You're throwing it so far. I'm like, I don't even know. If I've also got like questions about like, what if someone damages my, like, let's say my book gets burned by someone. Do I get burned? I feel like if you were a question as written, like, it doesn't matter what happens to the book. It just says your life. You know what I mean? Oh, you so it's can't. just like, so it's just like a peek into your it's life. It's essentially like an, like, uh, it's just essentially like a biography. It's pretty much just, it's a fortune telling book. I know, but it's just the way it sounded, it just seemed like a magical book that was like no, part of my soul. Bro. It was like some weird twist of fate where you find this book that, that is attached to your soul. Right. Bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's almost like, you know how some people believe in fate and some people don't. Well, maybe that's just the book that's literally, you know, it'd be like fate written on the front of it or something. Okay. Okay. I don't know, man. Like, I think we're coming up with a very interesting TV show. So if somebody wants to do that, this fucking what gold. Is it? Uh, Black Mirror or whatever the hell that show's called. That show was there fucking weird. All right. So, yeah. So I wouldn't turn the page if I didn't know. And then in terms of all the questions that I had, I was just really curious because it just seems like you could do so much with this book. It's an interesting, like, I like your out your outlook on, like, it says per the words that are we wrote off of, you know, what we came up with or whatever. It does say whatever's in the book can't change. So I can't see how you couldn't just add something, but it it kind of defeats the purpose of the question. So that's why I was saying no, but if it could, then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think it'd be and fun. Then it, and then it gets weird and you can do all sorts of weird. It does things, defeat so. the purpose, but I think it'd be cool like if you threw in like, let's say you threw in like a poster and then for some reason your life, like you just live out the life of that poster that for a little bit. For like a small section of yeah, time. Whatever the poster was. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. I'm not saying it wouldn't be cool to be like. And then what about terms of like, of like, how's this work with like realities? So like, if I put in like a World War II insert about something that happens in that How part, like a battle, are gonna get like like a World War II that. battle in right. there, right? Or like, let's say Battle of Gettysburg, right? Uh huh. Will I just automatically be transported back and like be at the Battle of fucking Gettysburg? And then at that point, like. 
whatever is written happens, but you're not in there. So what if you randomly get hit by a stray bullet or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, because you fucked up your own pay, your own yeah. book, dude. Be nuts. This is crazy ass magical book. <laughs> I mean, you're making it crazy, but I mean, it's it's cool to you know change up the way it's said so it's not just so black and white. Okay, I mean, so what was your answer? <laughs> well, I mean, if I were going to be alternate things, I'd be just throwing in a couple of random manga pages in there, personally speaking. Would you turn the page if, like, the original if question? If with the original question-wise, if I'd turn the page or not, I don't think I would because I feel like all that would do is just instill a lot of anxiety if it's well, something in, bad. Well, in terms of the original page, the original question, each page is one day sure let's, let's, for for simplicity simplicity's sake we'll say it's one day all right so like i could even i could see myself i mean i thought i wouldn't but i would assume like a page could be like full of like no we'll just say it's a day yeah but if it's only a day but like, maybe i'll peek a couple of days ahead because like i mean i live a pretty routine schedule right yeah, now so i mean i mean like same thing yeah so like, you know you skip a couple of days of work and see what i do on my day off i yeah, guess i guess <laughs> I look, I, I got number one in my or if like zone. Or if like work is going to suck for me for the next couple of days, just like look at yeah. it like, oh, I guess work's cool this week. If we're looking at it like that, I still don't think I'd turn the page just because I still feel like whatever's routine, I feel like I'm just going to be thinking about the whole time as I'm doing the, whatever it is. True. And you could like turn the page and I don't know, it could just be something traumatic happens that day and work, you just I get unlucky. What would suck the most? Like car let's crash. Say, let's say this page is. Let's say the book's thick, right? Right. And you don't look at all the pages behind it. You just look at the next page. Right. And then you just you're reading in like half that page. It just stops, and you just realize like you're gonna die tomorrow. You know. <laughs> so it's just like a big ass book, but like it's it's misleading. It's so that misleading way, that way to you mislead don't know you for sure where you're gonna end up. Like because whoever created this book knew you would want to look or not look. I mean, either way, just to kind of make you think. One it's like way. some wizardry shit, bro. I feel like right. I'm getting haunted by like fucking Merlin. But I just from the fucking be, round table. He's like Arthur. Watch me fuck with Gerald for a couple hours. I think that'd be the biggest kick in the dick, though. Like just to, to read a half like, page. You look and you're like, I'm only halfway through this book. If this book is my life, then I can go all the way down to here, and I got like, you know, however many days. So I'm just gonna look at one day. And you look at that one day, and it's like half a day, and you're like, oh, oh I'm dying tomorrow. You know, like. All right, so original original question. I feel like we both said we wouldn't turn the page. I wouldn't. If, if we're going specifically like with the day by day thing, I might look yeah. at the next page, but then stop. And then, and the question says we can't change the events. Correct. And then with the weird ass tangent I went off into, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sure I would try some crazy shit with this oh, book. Yeah, for sure. I would Just because, try some stuff. like, if I felt like if what I did to the book wouldn't kill me, but would like somehow affect me, I'd probably experiment with this book. Right. That was a pretty weird hypothetical. It was kind of like you—you you made it go from like kind of like, whoa, that's bizarre to like, okay, whoa, where are we going now? You know, I tend to do that. I feel like oh, most of the bad. time, I feel like most of the time we have these hypotheticals. Like, uh, I read them out loud, right? And most of the time, Pablo's heard, hearing it for the first time or like the second time because I had uh -huh. just shown it to him, and then he thinks about it very straightforwardly, right? And I have already come up with like. 10 different like just this yeah like a nuance to the question that's why i always ask him like answer we'll answer it like this and then 
but what if this happened? Yeah. Because it's more interesting in my opinion, because the creativity part, you know how like you look at these hypotheticals or you hear hypotheticals with your friends, you guys are just having conversations mm -hmm. and it always goes like, Oh yeah, that's cool. But then that hypothetical ends up being the first question. And then someone adds something to it and then someone adds. And then, and then eventually you're at this point where like this crazy weird situation that would have never, ever happened happens. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, well, I don't know. I feel like one of the like the most commonly used hypotheticals is like, what if you had a million dollars? You know, yeah, like, yeah, that's a very common like money related hypotheticals. Yeah, so I have fun with the hypotheticals. I mean, it's probably for the best. Makes it interesting. Keeps people pretty engaged. I feel like for you know however many listeners you guys typically average. So yeah, so that was the hypothetical moment for this episode. Uh, I'm not sure if Pablo's going to be back next week because I know the Rona thing lasts for two weeks and yeah. I'm sure he won't want to like actually show up until he gets a negative result. I mean, I would hope that's the case because you guys don't want to be spreading it. And yeah, yeah. So I don't know uh, if I'm going to have Brian again or I'm going to have somebody else helping me do the next one. But uh, thanks to Brian for helping me out with this one. No, thanks for having me, man. My boy Nate in the last one, it was hard to get him to fucking talk. I was trying to get him to engage, but he wasn't really doing it. But when you did, he did a good job. I that's think, true. Yeah, so. that's why I picked things that were specific to him in the episode. Because like yeah. we're we're both really into rap music, so I was right. like, I'm gonna go with rap groups and shit like that. that. Got to cater to the guests, bro. All right, that's the end of episode 24. Peace. Later.